This is Brain Diet, episode number 28. I'm Taylor Ann Macy, and you are listening to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain good information. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here as I always am. Before we get into today's topic, I just wanted to remind you of the giveaway that I am doing on Instagram and on my Facebook page. It's the same giveaway. I'm giving away a $100 Amazon gift card to one of you who reviews this podcast on the podcast platform screenshots the review and sends it to me on Instagram or Facebook works as well. Just send it to me. Let me know that you've left a review so that I can enter you into the giveaway. And then you get an extra entry if you post about the podcast and tag me on your Instagram story or on your Facebook story, however it is that you prefer to do it. So make sure that you leave a review, enter so that you can have a chance to win an Amazon gift card. Because if you're anything like me and my family, those are a hot commodity. <laughs> Money spent on Amazon's kind of a, a budgetary item in this household. So Amazon's amazing. That's why I wanted to do a gift card to Amazon for the giveaway. So be sure to do that. Um, this podcast episode is going to be released on Friday, September 11th. The winner will be announced this coming Monday, Monday the 14th. So you have a couple of days left to enter so make sure you do. It's super easy. I wanted to make it as easy for you as possible just to do it and send it to me just so that I can enter you. I am not able to track um, who has left reviews. I mean, you have a username, but I don't know directly who you are. And I want to give you a thank you for listening and for leaving me a review. So be sure to do that. I look forward to hearing from you and can't wait to see who the winner is of this giveaway. It's going to be great. Second thing that I'll just mention <laughs> as I'm sitting here recording this, I had some major oral surgery done today, in fact, and I can't really tell if my mouth sounds funny. I feel like it kind of does. Maybe no one will even, maybe no one would have noticed had I not said anything, but if I sound kind of funny, it's because I am pretty sure that half my face is relatively swollen. So I cracked two teeth when I was pregnant and had to get both of them pulled a couple years back. And then anyway, I had to, they had to go in and build a bunch of bone up all in there. And it's just a whole thing. Modern medicine is amazing. So if I sound funny, that's why. And if I don't sound funny, then forget I even said anything. <laughs> and maybe I'm just a little bit like, I don't know what from the sedation. I know that like puts you out, but for some reason, like my heart's been beating fast ever since I came out of sedation today. So I'm kind of on fire today. This is going to be a good episode because <laughs> I feel like I'm just ready to go. I have so much to tell you. And it's interesting because I actually don't have a whole lot of notes written out for this episode. More times uh, than not, I will have some pretty like bulleted notes to where I know exactly what I want to cover for you in each episode. And this episode isn't quite as bulleted in terms of what I want to cover. It's just because it's a main message that I want to share with you that I have learned for myself the last couple of days and the last couple of months for that matter. I've um, learned this skill and I'm starting to develop this relationship. So it's going to be probably a shorter episode and I just want to 
see where it goes without the bulleted list of, of where we're going to go today. But I wanted to start and tell you guys, for those of you that have listened to this podcast since the beginning, since the earliest episodes, I've talked a fair amount about my health and my status and all of the things that I am going through in terms of diagnosis and treatment and all of the things. And one of the parts of figuring out what's happening with my body and my brain and my spinal cord and all the things is I do MRIs where I go in and they take images of all of the different parts of my brain and of my spine. And when I very first started having vision issues back in October of 2019, that was one of the earliest things that we did was I just had a scan done of my spine or of my brain. My brain was the first one that we did. And I remember being so terrified. I was really claustrophobic. I had to be in the tube, I think for an hour for this first scan. And it was just really scary for me. And I think they might have even given me something to take. I don't even remember if I took it or not, but it Regardless, it was just such a scary experience for me to have to go be in this confined space for an hour. And I was under the impression that I'd only have to do it once and then I wouldn't have to do it again, except for maintenance, you know, over the next couple of years, it would be a long time before I'd have to do one again. And I then went to my neurologist and he's like, well, we need more information because you aren't fitting into a diagnosis box. So we need to have you do another one of your spine. (laughs) So I was like, okay. Here we go again. So then I was in the tube again for, I think, like two hours at the time because they had to do this imaging of my spine. And at that point, the neurologist had said, okay, this is good. We're just going to check these for maintenance. We'll probably check them again in six months, but for now, you don't have to do any more. Good job for doing them. And having to go in for the second time for the two hour one was even more mortifying because I was like, what am I supposed to do for two hours in there? Like, some people can sleep. I am not one of those people. It's very loud and it's not a consistent white noise type of environment. There are a lot of like buzzes and it sounds like a fire alarm and then there's like hammer sounds and anyway. (laughs) So I was glad to hear that I wouldn't have to go through it again because at first the one hour was ridiculous and the two hour was ridiculous. And six months later, we, I knew they were coming, but we were going to do these images again to check to see if the chemotherapy treatment had been working. And so then we were going to do it all at once and it was going to be three hours in the tube. And of course I was like, oh my gosh, three hours in this confined space where I can't sleep. I can't listen to music. I literally, I, I, you, you can't even move when you're in an MRI tube. You can't move because if you move, it could disturb the images that they're trying to get. And so you have to lay flat on your back. So these three hours, I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? This is just going to be so hard. But I did it. I got through the three hours and was told we will be doing this imaging every two years approximately just in order to keep track of the lesions and to make sure that there aren't any changes that we need to be aware of or things that we need to work to prevent and all of the things. It's much more complicated than I understand. I just know we're kind of keeping track of things, but I was like, great. I did the three hour one. I'm done. (laughs) So of course I met with um, a new neurologist. Now I'm going to a new neurologist because my old one has moved. And this new one said to me, she's like, look, you do not fit into a box and you are having some very concerning symptoms. There's things that I'm seeing within you that we don't like. 
we need to do some more exploration. We have to figure out what it is that's going on with you. We need you to do another MRI. (laughs) I was like, of course, of course you need me to do another MRI because that's exactly the last thing that I want to do is do another one. (laughs) So obviously I was like, okay, let's do this. I'll be tough. And then she proceeded to say, okay, we need even more imaging because we previously had only parts of your spine. So we need your entire spine, your entire brain. You're going to have to be in the tube for a little over four hours. And my heart just sank. (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm supposed to go into this tube and sit still for four hours. I can't listen to music and I can't sleep. And what's funny is I even thought back to when I first had to do the first MRI and it was an hour long where I was like, oh, that's so long. How am I possibly going to make it through an entire hour being in the tube? And now I'm like, what I would give to only have to sit in that tube for 60 minutes because four hours is like ridiculous. So anyway, I had this MRI on Monday, which was yesterday. In fact, from when I'm recording this, there's been so much that's been happening in my life. It's hard to keep track of the days. So I had the MRI yesterday and This machine was even bigger than the other ones because it's requires, I am required to get more defined images, I guess, to see what's happening in my brain and spine. And so it's this even bigger machine and I got in there and I was like, okay, I am now, I consider myself a pro at these having spent so many hours with them. And in fact, I wrote my one of my very earliest blog posts that I did on my website, I did on this, on the idea of being unable to be anywhere else but with your brain when you are in that tube. I mean, truly, you can't have any sort of distractions because you're staring into white space, at least in the way that I was doing it. I couldn't see out the tube below me and I couldn't see out the tube above me. All I could see was white space in front of my eyes that was probably like eight inches in front of my face. I couldn't listen to music. I couldn't have anything in my ears. I couldn't have any metal. I couldn't sleep because I told you, at least for me, it's not exactly conducive to sleeping. (laughs) But I sat in this tube and had nowhere else to be than with myself. To me, in my experience, this is the most alone I've had to be with myself. I couldn't even exercise or walk to distract myself. All I had was my own brain. And having done it a fair amount of times at this point, I was really intrigued by how unfamiliar I felt with myself and how uncomfortable I felt with myself with just being there with my own brain and having no one to talk to. I'd even thought, I'm like, man, what if I could just sit here and chat with my husband, Ben, for four hours? This would be amazing. If Even if I couldn't move, I could just sit and have a conversation with him. This would be so great. What I would give to be able to have that much time just to like chat with him and get to know him more, even though we've been married for over five years at this point. But then that's when it kind of clicked with me is this was a reflection of my relationship with myself and my inability to be with myself. I had no idea how to chat with myself, how to get to know myself, how to ask myself fun questions, because this is something that most of us don't do very often. And it made me think of, if you were to go on a date with someone and they would be on their phone the whole time, you'd be like, I'm not interested in you. I don't want to sit here and 
try to get to know you while you're on your phone the whole time. And I, you'd be a little bit upset or bothered or whatever, but it just wouldn't be a very enjoyable date if your date was on their phone the whole time. And yet that's what we do with ourselves. How often do we ignore ourselves and just sit and scroll on our phones? We aren't a very fun date to be with when it comes to us and our brains. And there are even people in my life that I love so much that do this. And still, I'm like, why? Why are you on your phone when I'm right here? (laughs) And that is what I took away from these MRIs and hopefully some answers in terms of what is happening with my body right now. (laughs) But hopefully answers as well as my inability to be with myself and my lack of relationship with myself in this manner, at least. Your brain wants to talk to you. Your brain has things to tell you. Your brain has answers that it will give if you simply just ask it. We have so much wisdom that we can block ourselves from when we stop listening to our brains and when we stop giving it an opportunity to speak. I want you to think for a second If you were to ask questions of yourself the same way you would ask questions of a date, what would the answers be? If you were to be like, okay, what do you like to do? What is your favorite color? Tell me about your earliest childhood memory. What's your favorite flower? If you had one day left to live, how would you spend it? If you could only eat five foods for the rest of your life, what would they be? If you could only eat at five restaurants for the rest of your life, what restaurants would they be? I mean, these are all relatively like early date superficial questions, but it is so fascinating to realize how little we know about ourselves sometimes because we just don't listen to our own brain. And your brain is going to be disappointed or annoyed sometimes when you don't hear it out. And then when you don't hear it out, it's going to act out. I've talked about the toddler brain before, and when the toddler isn't heard when it needs to be heard, it's going to throw a fit. And sometimes toddler fits in our brains are okay. Sometimes we need to allow that in order to facilitate our own growth. But sometimes, most times, our brain is trying to tell us something useful, or at least something that it believes to be useful. And so before we decide whether or not to indulge in what it's saying, we have to hear it out in the first place. What would happen if you had 10 minutes to be completely alone with yourself to where you couldn't even move to distract yourself? If you had to lay flat, completely still for just 10 minutes, what might happen? What would come up in your brain? This is actually the challenge that I wanted to leave you with in this episode today, because it was such an enlightening experience for me to have to work my way up to laying down completely still for four hours. (laughs) So I'm not saying to go get an MRI and I'm not saying to have to just do this for four hours long. All I'm saying is to see what would happen, what emotions would come up, what thoughts would come up if you challenged yourself to sit down, lay down, to not even move and just be with your brain for 10 minutes. And that doesn't necessarily mean like full on meditation. Meditation we learned means essentially to become familiar with. And there is an element of meditation that is kind of the absence of thinking. And that's not necessarily what 
I'm going for in this space. What I want you to do is to get to know yourself, to ask yourself questions. What do I like to do? What are my favorite things? What are my hopes and dreams? If no one else were to know, like what are your true thoughts and feelings and opinions and desires? All of it. So that's the challenge I want to leave you with. Be still for 10 minutes, ask yourself questions, and get to know yourself a little bit. I want to call this dating yourself every single day. I want you to schedule time with yourself just as you would for a date to go on a little mini date with yourself every single day and ask yourself questions. This is such a fun experience because there are a lot of things about me that I didn't know until I started to be able to do this. And thank heavens, it doesn't take an MRI for me to do this. I'm able to do this on a more regular basis at this point. But that's the gist of it is I want you to be able to truly know who you are without anyone else's opinions or thoughts or influence and without the influence of social media or any other informational resource. So that's my challenge to you. It's time to date yourself. Get to know yourself, find out who you are and find out what you love because the better you know yourself, the more fun life is because then you're not trying to be someone else. You're not trying to be someone that's not exactly who you are. No one else is like you and no one is meant to be. You are meant to be exactly you. So that's my challenge. It's time to date yourself, people. Give it a shot. Don't forget to enter my giveaway. A couple more days to do that. I hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.